Ladies and gentlemen, welcome, welcome back to uh, yet another episode of the Airlock Podcast. Uh, we are on episode 21. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's, uh, though it's been a little bit, we, um, we've been busy. Uh, a lot of things, we've been busy with a heck of a lot of things. So, yeah, um, oh, and I just got an announcement, uh, about my own squadron. One of my guys did decide to actually go to the reserves. Son of a, well, ah, well, anyway, uh, so yeah, welcome back, Black, yes, welcome back, uh, ladies and gentlemen to uh, another airlock podcast where we talk about stuff the the comings and goings of the emperor's hammer tycor i have with me today if i could ever undeaf myself there we go i have with me today captain now captain jetmech currently flight lead of flight three of theta squadron jet how you doing today I'm doing good. I hope everyone's doing well. Um, how are you doing? Uh, uh, kind of a little hurt because I actually just got a email notification that one of my guys did go to reserves after all. Oh, bummer. That's yeah. too bad. But, know, but sometimes, sometimes real life has to take the front seat. Yeah, yeah, that is true. That is true. Well, either way, it was good. It was good uh, that he uh, decided to go instead of just completely go MIA entirely. So, there's that. Uh, alright, so, um, just a quick heads up for those in the Twitch chat while I am looking from time to time. I apologize if I don't answer all, um, everybody all the time. I see an old face of the channel, Nightmare. How's it going, bro? We need to talk. We got a lot to catch up on. Um, and as well as, uh, the assistant, or the, excuse me, the assistant or attache i forgot sorry morgan uh part of the recon office uh, themselves uh rear admiral morgan is in the chat along with one of our reservists okay it, it is attache uh and along along with one of our reservists and very good friends calv so uh all right uh yeah to, for those of you wondering uh uh, Lieutenant Commander, or Lieutenant Commander, Lieutenant Colonel uh, Vapen, which I just realized I got to re-change his name again. Freaking pick a lane. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, Lieutenant Colonel Vapen is um, not going to be with us today unless he somehow plays uh, Sneaksy and gets in here somehow. He is off in vacation with his wife, so uh, good on them. They need it along with a great many of us. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, today's just gonna be, uh, me and Jetmech, and, uh, we got a few things, uh, we can, uh, we can discuss about. Uh, first and foremost, how about we just, uh, go straight, rip off the band-aid, and talk about Squadron Rebop. How are we feeling about that, Jet? Oh, I'm excited about it. So, prior to my, uh, my step back from the role of BGCom, I did get a little... A little sneak peek of what was going on under the hood on, on remobilization this year. Uh, it looks like it's going to be a good time. It does seem like they're they're taking the feedback of the commandership uh, and up uh, seriously and trying to make sure that we curate something that's going to be 
uh, palatable and something that'll that'll get everybody kind of working together. I, I've always liked remobilization because it uh, it really promotes in, in inner squadron or intra squadron, I suppose, uh, activity and getting you in VC and getting you playing games with people in your squadron helps build that camaraderie. Uh, if it isn't already fully developed in there, and for those who it is, it's an excellent opportunity to uh, to, to retool and things like that. For for those of uh, you who aren't familiar with remobilization, um, it is a it is a competition that gets run fleet wide every year, but it's it's less squadrons competing competing against each other and more squadrons that it's an opportunity to earn some some. Uh, swag, if you will, uh, be able swag, to yeah. select uh, select a new ship or new uh, new uh, new goal for your squadron, things like that. It allows you to do that. And depending upon how well you do, you can select some really interesting things as well. You know, some, some higher tier ships. You just remind you just reminded me. I forget. I entirely forgot that we can actually change the whole objective of the squadron. Yep, sure Though, can. I'm going to tell you right now, Thunder is going to remain as, a, as an Assassination Squadron. It, we're, we're never changing that. However, I do want to announce that we are going to be aiming to change one of our flights. So all three of our flights are TIE Phantoms. And um, we've opted out, or at least for Flight 1. Flight 2 and 3 are still going to be Phantoms. But Flight 1, we've opted to aim for the TIE Advance this year. Um... Kind of fits our way of fiction and camaraderie. The only reason why I say that is because we wanted a bomber unit, but no bomber or bomber ship, but no bomber ship can actually keep up with the speed that we need fictionally. Um, the Phantoms are fast, and the and bombers, and I believe in tier three, it was the Tide Dragon. And obviously the Tempest class Punisher, but that stays with Tempest. Um, those are slow, too slow, uh, too slow for us. We're we're fast, we're fast hitting, um, and we require stuff that can go into light speed real quick. So we're gonna stick with the Tie Advance this time, along with the Tie Phantoms. Sure, the Tie Advance doesn't do the cloaking thing like the Tie Phantoms, but eh. Uh, jump in, kill, jump out, same difference with the assassination, it's all the same. Um, now, any plans for Theta? Uh, we've been kind of talking about some things, um, but nothing nothing firm set in stone just yet. Uh, I think we are looking at some ship changes, but I don't want to tell tales out of school before we, uh, before we get an opportunity to discuss it uh, between myself and... Uh, and vaping and, and tearing to make sure we're all on the same page there. But uh, yeah, it seems like uh, vaping's got a got a good idea of what he wants, the direction he wants the uh, squadron to go to, and uh, we're going to do our very best to go out and achieve that. So that's fair. That's fair. Um, now, I was going to say the whole thing about Rebob um, promoting camaraderie between the squadron. That's actually been more of a uh, okay, this is gonna sound wrong, but at the same time, it—it's the truth. That really didn't start until last year. It was last year's rebob that we actually started the whole. Um, no, no more squadron versus squadron in in rebob anymore. And I believe, and in all honesty, I believe that healed and helped out the competition 
tenfold because the whole goal of it was you know work on our own stuff not go against other squadrons and um, yeah we saw a whole hell of a lot more of activity last year than the years prior because folks would always have the um, the mindset that it's like oh god it's uh, it's a just another sweaty toxic grinding competition against other squadrons we might as well not even bother and thankfully they actually li um, listened and changed up now sadly the uh, the TUA and MUA medals which you're gonna have to help me out here cuz I I know uh, the Grand Admiral wants us to not use as much abbreviations as possible until we explain them and I entirely forgot what the actual like full names of those uh, awards are you have the meritorious unit award and then I'll have to look up the other one. Yeah. Uh, the MUA, the, Meritori the meritorious uh, unit award uh, heavily coveted and still ha uh, is awarded in the in the core, but I believe now only for uh, raise the flag towards the end of the year. Um, any predictions on where Theta might place in the race to finish Remuggle. Again, there is no more race, though I see the it is a, yeah, It's a marathon, not a sprint. Yeah. The real goal, uh, uh, the real victory are the friends we made along the way. <laughs> yes, and, and, I've, and I've been telling Thunder, it's like, you know, the only real opponent or threat who have you, mind you, um, is our own past previous scores. Um, that's what we're up against. And, and th that's for every other squadron to, e to each their own past scores. So in Thunder's case, it's we just got to do better than what we did last year. And realistically, I think we only did one objective last year. Because for and this was the other thing for several reasons. One, we didn't have a a need to change any of our um, anything about our squadron we at the time we still liked having all three flights as TIE Phantoms and we wanted to say it as an assassin squad any other changes we could do to the squadron I could have just done right off the back as a commander but there was again no need so we didn't really push for it um, and we only did the fiction part um, objective, which is going to be changed a lot this uh, this year, and um, oh, uh, Calv already answered the uh, TUA. If you didn't get it yet, Jet. Hey, uh, I saw his answer in the chat. Yep. Yeah, the Thai Corps Commanders Unit Award. That's the TUA. Yeah, very very big uh, awards. Doesn't get um, doesn't get put out a lot. Uh, now I believe only Rebob or not Rebob, uh, raise the flag uh, is the only competition that actually uh, gives those out now. Because I don't think Imperial Storm does that anymore. Now that Imperial Storm got moved as a PVE instead of a PVP. Yeah, I'm not sure, uh, but I, I do recall that I don't recall them being awarded anywhere else, but uh, but raise the flag. So that's that. I I believe that tracks, but. Uh, not sure exactly. Yeah, uh, and I'd like to apologize, folks, to uh, mostly to the YouTube recording. You're probably not going to hear it in Discord, but uh, 
uh, for those of you at YouTube, I apologize, I live in Florida, and uh, it just rained, so you're gonna be hearing a lot of frogs. <laughs> there is nothing I can do about that right now, I apologize for that. Um, so if you hear them off in the distance, I am sorry. Um, so yeah, we got Rebob, and yeah, th this year definitely, with what I've seen, I'm not gonna spoil, um, but with what I've seen, our newest uh, TCCS uh, officer, um, he's not really new, but the position is new, uh, Admiral Phoenix Picada, who is now our warfare officer. I keep, I War keep warfare officer. Yeah, that's correct. I, in my mind, it keep every time I see WO because of my previous military background, I immediately just click on to warrant officer. I'm like, that's not the right one here. It is warfare officer, not warrant officer. Um, yeah, so he's our new warfare officer who is um, in charge of all competitions, including the core wide ones now. Which I'm gonna, it's gonna be interesting to see his take on raise the flag. Um, he is gonna be running Rebob this year with a with a twist, um, ish, and, and yeah, it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting this year how we uh, how we hear how we uh, see um, <laughs> how we see the uh, pilots uh, achieve their goals this time around. Yeah, I'm excited to to get into it and, and start start working our way towards those goals. Uh, Theta's got a good active group, and I'm excited to excited to see everyone out and, and flying. And I love these fleet wide competitions because it really does foster more activity and fosters people getting out and enjoying the games together and enjoying each other's company. It's a it's a nice thing. Um, obviously, you know, between them, we we need a good good solid break in the action because. It does get to be quite a bit, especially in, in a raise the flag where it is, uh, you know, uh, right to the firewall, throttle of the firewall for for uh, for a solid month. Uh, Remobilization is a little bit more. Um, you have to be more purposeful about how you play games and how you get things set up, and I think that's that drives conversation and drives um, participation again with with your squad mates, which is uh, a cool factor of it, I think. Oh yeah. So, let's see. What else? Um, I know. Yeah, I know. Rebob. It, it's a. Uh, it starts actually June first, I believe, was the start date. Correct. That is correct. Yep. So, uh, for those of you still not uh, joining the Thai Corps, why? Why? Why don't? Why not just join up already? It's a great place. It's fun. It's uh, great people to hang out with. You should join. Um, all the info is right there uh, in chat and right there on screen for our YouTube audience uh, or Twitch audience, you know. Um, but yeah, if yep, you haven't joined never. up, you still got enough time before Rebob. It'd be a great time to join up now, especially to start getting uh, getting along with a brand new squadron. Yep, it never hurts to never hurts to just pop in the Discord and say hi. Fill it out, ehtc.chat, get you in there and, and uh, introduce yourself and let us know where you how you found us and uh, get to know some some folks. I know I've made uh, made friends in the organization that I, I would not have otherwise. So it's it's been a really positive influence on my my life the last few years. So oh yeah, it's a it's a good time if uh, you don't mind nerding out with us a little bit. It's it's great fun and 
you know, it's a good community to be able to get in and enjoy Star Wars with people who have uh, similar interests and play some games and write some fiction and just uh, generally enjoy what we enjoy about uh, about the universe. Yep. Speaking of uh, games, we um, I, I've had to make an executive decision because I fell back a lot for the Blood Bowl um, games for the Blood Bowl tournament that we're doing. I'm still going to finish the first week, but I think instead of doing every uh, game this season, I think I'm just going to do the... Um, other than to finish up the first week, I think I'm just going to record and post the uh, the playoffs at this point because it's just a lot, and I just I I had to uh, uh, hold back on a lot of projects because I've overwhelmed myself again. I tend to do so, do this a lot to myself. I've had I've overwhelmed myself again with a lot of projects, and I had to decide which ones to keep going with and which ones I need to put on the back burner. But uh, how are you thinking uh, the Blood Bowl tournament is hap- uh, is going on this year or this uh, season, Jet? Um, I'm not sure where I stand in the placings. I think I'm kind of middle of the back. It's I, you know I think that the the favor of the game it runs kind of hot and cold you know so if you're on a if you're on a hot streak then the dice are rolling in your favor it's a lot of fun but i think it definitely it definitely drives some ire to uh if the dice rolls are against you which which can happen as well so um i think some people are enjoying it i think there are some people who maybe aren't enjoying it as much but uh yeah. i think you'll probably have a good strong showing for season two yeah and um i'm pretty much gonna say, uh, say right now like i know there's gonna be a couple who have been in season one that are not going to be rejoining season two simply because they just don't like the game and that's fine it happens uh it's not meant for everybody it is a it is a feckle mistress if uh if i'm not allowed to curse too much in this stream um but uh yeah um i think i am just gonna go ahead and just record the playoffs when they actually do happen and post those instead of the entire season maybe do some sort of highlight stream um uh or something of that nature um in in the future or for season one entirely i don't know yet i've i've got to figure that out um but if you had to choose uh any other other than your own i mean actually no you can even choose your own um who do you think is going to be the biggest contender for the championship for season one this year or this year this, oh this season? I, I honestly the the calves team the chalkilla throat punchers i think are going to be the uh the team to beat this time around okay yeah i i i think i played cal my first my first match out and it wasn't even close i think other folks have had similar uh similar engagements there as well it's just a very solid team and and calf's got a very good handle on how the game is played i think it's going to be yeah that's the team to beat there i do believe yeah i think officially not counting any uh auto auto outs or auto confirmations in the week, in some of the weeks that he couldn't do, um, I think I'm the only team 
that has tied his. And I'm going to tell you right now, th that was not without cost. <laughs> it took everything because I hate elves and freaking dark elves. Just <laughs> going back to our conversation. <laughs> um, so you, you think uh, Cal's, uh, Chunkila throw punches are going to be the champions of this I, first season? I don't know that they'll be the champions, but I think they're the I think they're the team to beat. Okay. Yep, they are. Uh, they're a tough, tough matchup for sure. Um, I think it's going to take someone with a solid team and someone who really knows the mechanics well, knows the game well, and can get in there and do it. It's going to be a tough one. Now, my question then for uh, season two, and I, I still haven't made my full decision. I'm just looking for ideas. Uh, what do you think we should do for season two when it does? come by should we allow rookie teams to mesh with the surviving i say surviving uh veteran teams or the veteran teams that stay or should we have two different uh different leagues the starters and the veterans split between uh season two i think that a split is probably best because the rookie teams are going to have such a such a, a, a learning curve or, or power curve to come up to that I think that it'd be better to have two separate two separate leagues for that. Okay. And then um, I guess the championship will be should it be should the playoffs uh, also still be split between the two and then the 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 final um, the final game be but between one of each side or should we separate that as well i think that if you do a uh, a rookie bracket and a uh, veteran bracket and then the two teams at the end play for you know champion overall okay. for the whole thing i think that's fair i think that would be interesting okay then uh, yeah we could, we could do something like that um we could get the divisional championships and then overall grand championship we can definitely yep. do, we can definitely do something like that yep i think that's a good way to go okay all right um so i want to skip one of our talking points here because i said we really need to be vague about it um so that's fine yeah that's probably best if we pass over that yeah um so going back to um, you no longer be BG Cop. Now, this wasn't for those of you listening, watching, uh, wherever you're hearing uh, this episode. Um, I want to make it clear that uh, Jet uh, stepped down on his own accord, uh, and I'll actually let him talk about it if he wants to. Yep, sure. Uh, so, yeah, uh, like Asa says, I was I was fired. <laughs> um, yeah, right. Re okay. <laughs> re re real realistically, I. I have a job that's pretty demanding in real life, and it uh, almost to the day that I said, "Yep, I absolutely will do this BG com role. I got this." Uh, my work uh, ramped up significantly, and uh, uh, normally 45 or 50 hour a week turned into 60 hours a week uh, pretty consistently. Uh, and I was doing my best to try and balance everything, but unfortunately, the the place that I was pulling the extra time from was my family and that was that was hard and it was a decision I had to made to had to make uh, in order to kind of make sure that I'm, I'm balancing the things um, 
balancing the things in my life that are that are really important. Not that the Thai Corps isn't important; it's a very important part of my life. But uh, uh, when the rubber meets the road, there's nothing nothing more important than family, and 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 work is how I support support my family. So um, that it is unfortunate. I, I I wanted to do a good job, and I hope that I did well by the by the commanders and the pilots on the Warrior. Uh, but that leads to the really good news is that uh, with me stepping back, it was uh, a good time. Um, <clears throat> Marenta was able to step back into the role of BGCOM for Battle Group 2, uh, which in my opinion is a huge win for us. Um, she's a, a tremendously positive influence and, and, and really, really good for the warrior and was good for the warrior before she had to step away due to uh, real life concerns as well. Um, but she's, uh, yeah, we're very, very happy to have her back on board, um, and I think that it's, uh, it's a positive thing for, for the warrior. Um, I, I really enjoyed my time in the role. I liked uh, getting to work with everybody, and I, I liked having the opportunity to serve the pilots on the warrior, but uh, unfortunately it just doesn't, um, I could not give it 110% like I felt like they deserved, and that that's really what it boiled down to. So, um, that's I that right, that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is the sign of the best, best type of BG comp ever. Those that will that will not um, steal any quality away from you at all. Well, I I appreciate that. So I, I made a joke about it when. Um, when Marenta came back, and so did several others. Uh, for those of you who don't know the history of uh, Firebird Squadron, uh, back when Stryker was its commander, um, there was a time where he was actually close to also stepping down, and another was going to take their uh, take his place. However, um, uh, when we all woke up the next morning and saw the announcement of the next command, uh, Firebird commander going to be and it says striker again it's like uh what happened um it was funny because when we saw the announcement that Morenta was joining back as uh bg uh 2's uh bg comp uh battle group commander uh it was funny because every single firebird uh and most of the challenge um uh pilots immediately thought oh no it's happening again <laughs> and uh, I think yesterday she finally uh, finally saw some of those memes and just broke down laughing hysterical it was that it was the greatest moment <laughs> um, oh and I completely forgot that the bot did that um, for those of you on the twitch channel uh, a uh, the bot now does random I, I'm calling it the Chance Cube, kind of like uh, Wado's Chance Cube from Episode 1. Um, it will ask from time to time for those uh, wanting to be part of it. Uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to have you choose either red or blue, and it will ask you for an amount. If you want to know like how much each person has on, on the channel in terms of loyalty points, I believe you just got to type in uh, exclamation mark loyalty, and it will show you. Um, I will have to add more in the future when, uh, when we get more viewers and I have the time to actually mess with the bot. But it doesn't look like anybody bet this time, so, uh, no, uh, 
nothing. Uh, yep, there it goes. Yep, nothing happened. Um, all right. So, what do we got next on the agenda? Right, combat events. So, um, this was another big topic that needed to be discussed because if uh, a few of us felt like folks were getting the news about where to even find the combat events or the news about it. Um, so, I know on the main website, the Competition Center, which is on the left side under the Operations uh, category, that's where every single competition, combat event or not, is placed there. Um, and uh, if you are on the Discord, I'm pretty sure there's several... Um, yeah, I've just uh, scrolled up there. Uh, several uh, categories where competitions are announced, their results, and even in the polls and announcements. I, for those of you wondering, well, why why haven't there been many? It's this week. This week. This month has been a bit crazy for a lot of people. So, apologies if uh, if folks haven't been getting the information. But uh, yeah, it's. Uh, it's a work in progress, and folks' concern have been brought up to the proper uh, authorities, I guess is the word we're looking for. Um, oh, and it doesn't look like the command uh, worked. I actually just saw Morgan try it, and it did not. Hmm. I'll have to fix that. Uh, remind me to fix that, Morgan. Um, in, in the meantime, uh, here's... Uh, Here's a table flip. Uh, so the the combat events um, that conversation kind of uh, came out of uh, the the most recent Elite Dangerous yeah competition um, where participation was uh, probably a little lower than I think they had planned on. Um, so we were talking about well, I, I and I wasn't aware of it either. So that's that's as as bad on me as anybody else, but. Um, when you go to the the Tycor homepage, along the left-hand side, you have the ribbon of links. Uh, underneath operations, there is the competition center, which I think most of us are pretty well uh, familiar with. That's where the competitions live that are going on currently, and there's usually uh, not just one announcement for it, but several uh, either you know in the squadron or in the battle group uh, or along lines of uh, large announcements across the, T uh, the TC Corps. For people who are participating in the competition, uh, directly under that is the combat center link, and that takes you to uh, another page that looks very much like the competition center uh, page, but it shows you current, recent, and past combat events uh, where you can go and check and see what's going on. So, for for example, right now we have the Tycor shootout season two that are in progress, which are are multiple games uh, where we get together on Saturday afternoons and evenings and get together and play games with each other and participation and, and earning legions during those combat events counts towards medals at the end of those at the end of the season for that and there's also the vander memorial trios cup that's in progress as well until uh well until tomorrow it looks like so yeah I was there, say, that there one are other is wrapping up yeah. yeah but there are uh combat events in addition to competitions that occur uh and combat events are really centered around um 
playing online with with others is really uh, the differentiator there. So um, go ahead and check it out. See what's going on. See if there's anything you're interested in participating in. Obviously, the shootouts are, are a big draw on Saturdays. People enjoy participating in those. Uh, but yeah, the Elite Dangerous one was one that I wasn't even aware was going on. And it was, think... uh, it would have been nice to get more folks involved because it is a brand new primary platform. So Yeah, as I say, I don't think any of us knew until we, uh, the three of us, wanted to test out actually submitting PVEs for the game on the very first few. And then it was Vapid that uh, actually reminded us about it. It was, it was weird because it's like, yeah, there was no, like, there was like only one announcement for it. Um, but again, uh, the ones that could announce it were uh, busy and or also on vacation. But again, it's be- it's being uh, it's being brought up, and we're gonna get more information out uh, when competitions do start up. Yep, and it's it's just people go on vacation and yeah. things happen. Th- things occasionally get missed. It's it's. Uh, it is part of it, right? There's a there's a lot of activity in the Discord. It's not uh, not surprising that uh, that sometimes things get missed. I know competitions have have been been that way too, without having uh, constant notifications and pings and things like that to keep people aware. So yeah. there's just a lot going on. Uh, it's a very busy place right now, which is great for the Thai Corps because it's great because there's lots of different ways to engage and and participate. But it definitely can be both something where like a smaller competition might not uh, might not get on the radar as well and it could also be a little overwhelming for some of our new folks coming in so yeah uh, definitely set their d- double-edged sword but uh, i'm always going to be a proponent of more ways to participate uh and more ways to to be part of the organization and, and feel like you're part of the organization than than less so um, going back to Elite Dangerous, now that we've actually sub, um, submitted some of the screens for that, how uh, how do you think that uh, those screenshot requirements uh, are? Like, are they annoying? Are they fine? What do you think? They seem on? to be pretty. They seem to be pretty straightforward. Um, in fact, I, I kind of likened them to the screenshots that we're doing for Swotor, especially that first one that really just is going to show. Who you're in a who you're in a wing with, who you're mm-hmm. participating with, and then it's a matter of making sure that you're capturing the bounties page. It's pretty straightforward once you've done a couple of them, uh, but it's remembering to take those screenshots because if you're like me and you get into the grind mode, especially mm-hmm. turning in bounties in that game, it's really easy to get in there and just hit hit claim as quickly as you can so you can get back out and, and do it all over again. It's uh, it's it takes being a little bit more purposeful and, and aware of what you're doing in the game. But uh, again, it's it's another way that we can play games together and enjoy uh, enjoy participating. Uh, Calv, is there a COO wiki page really dangerous submissions? I believe there is. There is. There is. Um, the problem with the COO manual, which has been brought up a, a while, and the discussions are still happening it's just a matter of actually doing it is showing screenshot examples for each of our primary games to lead uh, to lead pilots to know hey this is what we're looking for this exact uh, page is what we're looking for um, now it's been brought up by several people in the officers club and uh, definitely take it into consideration another thing that's also still in the talks it's 
of the list, I don't want to speak for Turtle on this because he is the one that first brought it up, and he's got a heck of a lot to do um, in terms of work for the uh, for the internet office. But uh, some people have been wondering if it was possible to submit screenshots for multiple legions, multiple legions of skirmish or combat, and. The idea came up when Elite Dangerous finally uh, got its primary status, um, because I believe for one sp one Legion of Skirmish in uh, in the PVE uh, the sandbox mode, all you need is a bounty or a combat bond of 150,000 credits, which if you played the game for a substantial time. That can be easy in like one or two uh, bounty kills. Obviously, for those that are just starting, um, it's not really a huge gap, but definitely something to build up for. Um, but the th the problem with the game is, um, you don't you can't separate each bounty individually. So that means. Um, you all just crew one big pot together of all the bounties that you've earned, and that was a that was a uh, a thought that that was also brought up with uh, Turtle, uh, Fleet Admiral Turtle, where he thought, you know, maybe if you um, earn a lot more than the hundred fifty thousand, say like over a million, that could be several legions worth, and maybe uh, we can implement the system where folks can just submit the screenshot and we just automatically earn or uh, award an amount of legions according to the screenshot and I thought that was a great idea saves a heck of a lot of screenshot submissions we don't need to do that much for certain games um, and it's just it makes uh, at least for Elite Dangerous I know for several other games it can work but for Elite Dangerous it can definitely um, save for a lot of time especially when you gotta fly over to where you're doing your bounties like a resource uh, deposit area you get the bounties and then you have to fly all the way back to the station take the screenshot of the of the uh of the bounty you've earned rinse repeat and that can be a slog big yep. big it, time um, it it would open up the opportunity to allow people who are playing together to spend more time doing what they want to do which is be out there farming bounties as opposed to turning turning in quests yep just like calf said there having to fly back and forth every 150 it definitely will impact uh the experience of the game i i i for one would much rather be out there uh shooting bad guys and, and cleaning up bounties in, in the uh, resource extraction sites than, uh, than on the long drive back and forth between the resource extraction site and the station. Right. It just is, is, and I think most people would agree with that um, unless you're like me and enjoy running cargo in the game and, and in which case I'd put on a podcast and drive back <laughs> now, and forth for, for money. <laughs> here's the uh, And here's the other part of submitting for Elite Dangerous that actually got brought up multiple times in uh, discussions I know um, I know Calv was also part of some of those discussions but Silwar ultimately had uh, a say in the final decision 
um, missions in the game. You can you can go around to each station and collect missions. Where um, if you do a say if you do a mission, um, any sort of mission, no matter what, what mission would uh, would value one legion of skirmish. Now, a lot of people thought this was a humongous, uh, bad idea, and I'm still kind of on the fence on it, but also leaning towards that, that I can see bad habits um, developing with this. However, um, Silwar, our current uh, combat operations officer, he he also made the, um, the point to say, look, if they have to take screenshots of every single um uh result page of those missions then yes in his eyes so long as you also take the screenshot where you're working together with folks and that's that's the key point that's the key point you have to be in a wing you can't just go on your own uh do all these things and that's it bring back back and that's game over no you have to actually be with people so um, he thought be with that, the one mission to one legion um, idea was actually just fine. And so that is still, right now, uh, as, uh, as I'm looking at it, um, allowed as part of um, earning legions of skirmish. Again, it can be tricky, and if it becomes a problem later on down, down the road, he he was 100% okay with changing it to keep it fair to all pilots. Um, just because you're in a wing doesn't mean the mission in co-op though, right? No, not necessarily. However, you still have to be in one. So that's still meaning you have to be with people. It does. Uh, you still can go fly off and do your own thing but you still have to be in the wing so um that that's the new changes for elite dangerous now the another thing that got brought up and i'm gonna bring it up now because let's face it this uh this argument is going to spill over any moment now the idea of pvp PVE mixed teams. Now, what do I mean when I say this? Um, there's a current debate going on uh, with the higher-ups, and it's spilling on over, where um, people are trying to put a line of when does PVP turn into PVE? Say, for example, um, we, ha we have a game... Uh, where it's three people, three it's a three v three team deathmatch, but there's only four humans. Now the debate is, um, if it's three humans on one end and one human on the other with two AI um, fill-ins, does this get considered to be PVE or PVP? Currently, uh, it seems the majority is against this uh, because it's too many bots in in a PvP quote unquote PvP game. They're go um, they're going to say that it's just not going to be fair, mostly for the pilot that has to be paired with the bots 
because not all of the time in certain games yeah sure the AI can be super difficult ie Star Wars Squadrons in a dogfight um, but let's say for example Empire of the War the AI while difficult in some of the mods in the Forces of Corruption version even the medium AI doesn't really react like a human so that can that can be problematic for the one that got paired with the with the human but the uh the counterpoint to this is if same format 3v3 three humans on one end two humans on the other with one ai fill-in just to keep uh just to keep with the numbers would this be considered pvp or pve and it seemed the majority of folks have said that this would be fine in low quantities and what I, what I mean by in low quantities like it's not used for farming purposes what are your what's your take on this jet uh, I think that every effort should be made to balance the teams to where you don't need to add AI but I, it's my opinion that also one true is, one is acceptable if we need to balance the teams um, especially where you get in a situation where there's let's say you had five people playing Empire at war you can't have a team of five on one end to do PvE. Um, and you're playing against other player opponents, uh, which is to me the big the big, uh, the big big differentiator there is that you're playing against other human beings. You're not playing against an all-AI team. Uh, and realistically, the two that are on a team with one AI partner, uh, like you said, are at a significant disadvantage. Uh, more more often than not, with the exception of probably in Star Wars Squadrons, but I don't think you can set up a Squadrons custom game with no. bots anyway. So. No, you can't. It actually, I I had uh, I had a talk about this with uh, one of the admirals, not going to name names because he wants to remain anonymous, but um, he he brought up the the things like this. Really, this debate only affects two of our games, which is Empire War and X Wing Alliance. Where you can set up custom teams with custom or with AIs, that custom AIs. So in that case, um, yeah, it's like where where do we where do we draw the line? Is there even a line to be drawn? If w just even one AI shows up, is that now considered PVE or not even allowed uh, f um, in that weird mixing format? Period. Um, and let's see what Cal said. If an if an opposing player is involved, it's PvP, but that's entirely situational, from game to game, from scenario to scenario. Uh, if it's if it's abusable, create more specific rules, and that may include. Oh, why is the text so small on my screen? <laughs> Including limiting AI in PvP matches. But again, situational, hundred percent. As yeah, as you also say, Jet, hundred percent agreed. And that's what the current current like mind twister is with a lot of the admirals uh, and a lot of the commanders as well. Um, and I, I honestly thought this debate was just going to be like open and shut. Like the moment it even brought up, everybody's going to be on one side. It's like no, 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 no. And then that was like that end of story. No, this was this been this has been a lot more split down the middle than I was expecting, which is shocking to be quite honest. 
I think there's a lot of folks that have concerns about it being abused in order to farm legions, and I think that is going to be where most of the heartache comes from. Um, uh, realistically, even the AI in like X-Wing Alliance or XBT is just kind of okay. Even on Super Ace, it's just kind of okay. You're not getting the same challenge you're going to get from a human player. Not anywhere close. Right. At least not a competent human player. Um, so it's it's... I can see where people would be concerned that that would be okay. Well, if you were, but then my argument to that is, let's say you're doing a two v two in X Wing Alliance, and you got two human players and one human player and a super ace AI on the other side. If you were gonna farm PVP and you knew that that guy was at a disadvantage on the other team, just run two v one. You know, it's it's if 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 the if the goal is to farm, then two v one is gonna procure a, a legion of combat for those two on the winning side each and every time um, it's going to be a, a huge hurdle to come back from a, a one partner deficit in, in one of those games unless you're again very very I imagine if you're very good at the game I, I, I've not speaking as somebody who is not very good at those games <laughs> um, I can't speak to how that would be handled or if you'd be able to come back from that deficit or not but uh, just if, if the concern is using it and abusing it to farm legions, I don't know that that is... I don't know that that is the best way to go about doing it. If I were going to... If I were going to put my 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 head in the mindset of somebody who needed to farm legions and wanted to, to boost my numbers, I don't know if this is the way I would go about doing it. If that makes sense. No, yeah, 100% because, like... It's always going to be at a dis whoever's at the one is going to be at a disadvantage, and realistically, like I can understand seeing some folks agreeing to a two v one or three v one just for just for laughs, um, but to farm uh, Legion of Combat, yeah, no, I can't see anyone willingly doing that unless they're gaming the system. And if they're gaming the system, that's going to catch the eye of ev almost every single uh, uh, admiral, especially the COO, and that's going to be shut down real fast. So, yeah, again, eh, situational and one or two times? Yeah, sure. Yeah, do a 2v1, 3v1. It's happened before. It, we've, we've agreed, we've... Uh, We've processed screenshots like that before, but they've only been like one or two screenshots, and that's it. Um, to see like maybe 15 or 16 of them in a row like that, that is going to bring up a lot of eyebrows. And it's going to be like, okay, what's going on here? There's there's some sort of uh, manipulation going on somewhere here. And that but, something yeah. like that is not going to fly in the COO office. I would say though that even if you're doing like a 3v1 in either one of those, let, let's use X-Wing Alliance and Empire Ward as an, as an example. If you're doing a 2v1 or 3v1 in one of those games, you're still held to the time restraints. And everyone's still got to get a kill. Well, Empire War, that's less critical, but in X-Wing Alliance or XVT, everyone's still got to get a, a kill on the board, too, which isn't a guarantee in those games, especially if there's just one target on the opposing team, it isn't a guarantee. So, again, to me, it seems like there's no... To me, there's no... And, and I say this knowing full well that life finds a way, but to me, <laughs> there is no way to... There is no way to abuse that if there's no 
no AI players. And I think adding an a adding a single AI player to the opposite team in order to balance the teams doesn't doesn't appreciably change that. But again, I, I'm not actively looking for ways to pump my numbers up. So that that could be just from my mindset that I'm not actively looking for that. Not that there are people who are actively looking for that, but I, you know, there, there's it takes all kinds, right. right? And so, and there are people who have legitimately done done a lot of work to get their numbers up, and they're working through it, and they're doing it the right way. And uh, obviously, I'd be against anything that that detracts from people who have done the work to get to those points and 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 earn the gold stars and and the the flight echelons and all this other stuff that that we get through through our system. You know that that work is it should shouldn't be understated. Um, I just don't think there's a I don't think there's an abuse that can be had here. I don't think that there's any way that this could be turned into an easier way to get legions of combat. You're still going to be playing against an AI opponent. Um, if we would say that a two v one sans an AI counts as a, a legion of combat, the adding one AI partner to that doesn't doesn't make that any easier to farm if anything it makes it just a little bit more challenging right right that's that's my stance on it i i, I know that there's some strong opinions about it and yeah i, I understand it, that a lot of people who want to play pvp don't want to play against bots and that that's fine too i totally understand that sentiment because they are far from being the same as the real deal right so. especially from games and that's the other thing that a lot of folks um debating this issue uh on either side a lot of folks tend to forget these are ai created from back in the day because again the only real games affected by this are empire war and xwa i don't even think x does xvt fall under this i don't believe so i don't no, think yeah. that you can actually do that in xvt yeah so i mean there are there are pve options in xvt but i think they're all mission based i'm not as up on xvt as i am on x-wing alliance to be fair, so. same i've only honestly done uh tie fighter um but yeah no in uh in x-wing alliance uh and empire at war these two were games were made way long ago <laughs> So you got to remember the coding for this AI is not as uh, what's the word I'm looking for here intricate, uh, uh, expansive. Uh, well, think think about the processing power of the computers at the time, especially when right. things like you know in 1999 when X-wing Alliance was released, the processing power of the computers that were running these games was way less than we have now. I mean, right now I could have. 10 Google Chrome tabs open and, and running Swing Alliance, and it would probably run better than it did on the PC I played it on in 1999 and 2000. But it, it, there's there's just not as much, there wasn't as much computational power available at the time, and so they couldn't build something that had this complex AI that would run in real time. And, and now, obviously, it's, it's different. You have AI that, on normal difficulty, at least absolutely cleans my clock and, like, squadrons and things like that I, I i don't even stand a chance but i'm also bad at that game so there's that to consider yeah. as well but yeah it's it's evolved a lot in the last you know 20 20 20 to 25 years things have changed pretty 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 fastly exactly uh, that's also what i'm getting because a lot a lot of people just think that the ai is the exact same as ai nowadays absolutely not Absolutely not. This was this is a whole different lines of code f 
from back then to what is uh, what AI run on today. So, I, whatever side of the debate uh, folks have, you always got to remember the situation first. And the situation is depending on the AI and the game. So, yeah, I just I would always keep in mind of that before uh, any stone throwing or heated debates for those that are still doing that. Um, I, I've already had said my piece to the, the certain admirals, and I've I've walked away finally from those conversations, um, and I'm sure you have as well, Jet. Well, I just at this point, um, you know, I, I voiced my opinion through the chain of command and, and done all that, and realistically, I trust in the the COO and his office to make the decision that's best for the Tycor and, and the pilots in it. And so at this point, I'm, I'm putting, and either way it falls, I, this is not a situation I've ever found myself in personally. So I hate to say that I have no skin in the game, but I, honestly, it's not a, situa a situation I've ever found myself in. If we had an odd number of people, we'd be doing PvE. Right. So it's it's not the end of the world to me, whichever way it breaks. Right. And I'm, I'm trusting that they'll make the right decision that uh, you know, you're never going to make everybody happy, right? And that—that's the real challenge of something like this: is you're never going to get to a point where everybody's happy with the decision you've made. It's just not how human beings work. But I think that we're—I think that the decision is going to be made that is—is is the right decision, and we'll see the the implications of that long term. That we've made the right call there. Exactly. Exactly. All right, well, that's, uh, we're, uh, just past the hour mark. I can't believe we actually made the hour mark. I actually was expecting more of a 45-minute, uh, episode this time, but we actually made it. <laughs> yes, we did. Yeah. Yes, we did. Um, did, uh, did you want to add anything more? Because I don't really have, uh... 45 minute episode it kind of says I don't really have anything right off the top of my head to really talk about anymore other than what we've already done um I know I feel I feel good about the topics we covered today I think everything's good uh I do want to say though um for folks wondering uh, about for okay so uh, heads up for a lot of folks uh, the the COO office does something um, called a game feasibility game feasibility study and this is primarily for the prime games that we want to set for primary status this does not apply to secondary status so if you want to try to push for games for secondary status you all you got to do is pretty pretty much get a gathering and push it up the chain of command because um, recently the tabletop uh, Star Wars games that we have like Armada X-Wing miniatures and Legion um, those just got approved for secondary status and all we really needed was a gathering so if we uh if you want to push for games that um have secondary status we uh, all you all you we all you really need to do is you know let your chain of command know this is a great game to get behind and whatnot and so forth um 
but I do want to state that there we still do have a list, a log list of games um, for study for primary status. So if you do want a game to be seen in primary, still bring it up your chain of command, but just understand that that process is going to take a whole hell of a lot longer. Uh, simply because of the the whole, you know, Legion system, the Legion of Skirmish, Legion of Combat, um, the how we can implement it in combat events, how we can implement it for the top three competitions, which uh, are Imperial Storm, Squadron Bebop, and the all-famous uh, Raise the Flag. So that, when it comes to primary status, that will be taking its time uh, with study. But secondary games, not so much. You just need to get a gathering of folks to play it. So if you know of any, go do it. Uh, and don't let anybody stop you. Other than if the game is just that bad in terms of age rating. <laughs> don't ex- don't ex- and, and also, uh, relevance. Um, don't, don't expect, um, an okay, sta- uh, a secondary status being okayed for a game like, I don't know, Dark Souls? I, I, or GTA? I wouldn't expect that at all. Um, but Star Wars games, um, big time. A, and a majority of sci-fi games, um... Mostly, we want to keep to the space simulators for primary, but there, uh, there are uh, uh, beds to that rule, aka Battlefront 2 and even Elite Dangerous, because the ground combats are still uh, acceptable for legions of skirmish. So, just saying. But that's pretty much all I got on my end. Uh, and Jet, you said you. <laughs> I see you all talking about uh, Among Us again in chat. Um, but yeah, I don't know if you got anything else, Jet. No, I'm good. I just want to tag on to that. The primary game, uh, the, the level of legwork that goes into that uh, should not be discounted. Just getting Empire at War and Elite Dangerous uh, up to speed and SOTOR up to speed as primary games, it, it if it's something that you want to do and you want to drive after, uh, talk, talk with your talk with your chain of command, and don't hesitate to reach out to one of the COAs too, and they'll be happy to explain the process to you. But it's 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 be prepared to if you really want it, ask, and they may come back to you and say, hey, be prepared to do the work and take the screenshots and submit the, you know, put together something a proposal that shows how it's used and all that and how we can track kills and points and stats and all those kinds of things that are required for for it to be a primary game it's something that that can be done and has been done um so if you see something that if you think of something that you'd like to see ask the worst they can tell you is no so it doesn't hurt to doesn't hurt to voice and and you know to say something and ask for ask for what you want actually you just reminded me about doing the work um one thing about this is briefly about the IU. I, I've been, we've been seeing a lot of people um, wanting to bring ideas for uh, to the professors and to the TO herself in terms of making uh, IU courses, uh, Imperial Universities, uh, Imperial University uh, courses. These are all great ideas that uh, everybody's been sp- sending out, but the kicker is 
if you want to see a course like that and nobody else is taking up the legwork to do it, go actually write the course down. It's great to have ideas, but we can't be the ones to just make it out of thin air. And if you want it uh, done, more than likely you're going to be the one to bring up um, or to make the course. And again, it may still have to be tweaked afterwards, but if you want to see an Imperial University course uh, approved by the TO, uh, go make the course and send it to her. Or send it to her command attaché, uh, Robert Hogan. They, they do not buy it. They love to see great ideas, especially if you put in the effort and the work to do it. Again, if it has to be tweaked, sure, that's uh, that's that's an easy fix. But um, instead of just bringing in the ideas um, out of nowhere, because again, we all it's like we all, if we could have pennies for every time we hear the ideas, uh, um, actually put in the work. Uh, if you want to see a certain course that's not in there, or if it has been in there and you want to see it reactivated, again, reach out to them. Reach out to Robert Hogan or Silas Pitt um, to talk about IU courses. But this whole idea of um, just bringing up the idea and then just letting it fester and not having and not uh, nothing coming of it, yeah, we're already busy as it is. <laughs> we can't do all the work all the time uh, and we will never shy away from uh, from anybody else in the TC or any of the EH uh, groups to um, to do the legwork or, or to to do the paperwork already so just a thought if you want to see more courses out there um, but yeah, that's, that, that was just something you reminded me of, and I, re I completely forgot about that yet. <laughs> it was a good call. All good. Yeah. All good. Well, I'm, I'm good. I think uh, we covered everything we wanted to cover. Yeah, pretty much. Alrighty. Well, I'll go, go ahead and uh, do the close-off. I'll be right back. Alright. Yep. Thanks. Yep. You have a good one, Jet. Alright folks, and that is going to be the end of the airlock podcast tonight. Uh, oh wow, wrong. Hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> bit, of, bit, of a, bit of a wrong uh, scene switch, apologies for that. Uh, but yeah, that's going to be it for episode 21 today. We uh, made it way over the hour mark that I, I was actually expecting. So uh, yeah. Uh, thank you all so much for stopping on by. It's been great seeing everybody type in the Twitch chat. Um, I know I still gotta fix a lot of those squadron patches uh, and add a few as well. And I also gotta fix the news uh, reel that usually shows up on the bottom right. Apologies again for it not being there. I uh, I've been busy with a lot of stuff. Uh, excuse me. So uh, yeah. Um, I don't know when we'll be back for episode 22. Um, it could be as early as next weekend. Uh, or it may take a couple of weeks. Again, I wish I could have a schedule for you, but it's kind of just on the fly when, when, whenever we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So thank you guys so much for stopping on by. My name is Legion, and I will see you next time. Take care. Bye-bye.